Hello everybody, welcome back. This week we are going to be looking at more object-oriented programming. Uh, we're going to start with looking how we can connect, how we can uh, use classes as types, okay? Um, and we'll look at how we can construct objects, just a little review from last week. Uh, after we get that review out of the way and then we look at classes as types, We'll get into object lifecycle. Um, so what's the lifecycle of an object? What does that mean? Um, we'll look at multiple instances of objects and then also inheritance, okay? Um, so some more complex topics at the end, but we're just gonna start light again just to refresh everybody on objects since we just started learning them. Um, and we'll go from there. So let's, let's get right into it this week. Um, not much to talk about. You guys just finished your second individual project. Uh, I haven't reviewed those yet, but I should have marks back to you sometime next week. And uh, the group project, I guess I gave that to you guys last week. Um, hopefully that's going well so far. If anybody has questions about that, we can always discuss those at the end of class. We should have some extra time today. Um, so let's get into objects. And then at the end of class, if people have questions about the group project, uh, we, can, we can review that. So first object construction review. So an object has a name, which is defined uh, with the class keyword. Okay, um, the, the the class key. Sorry, the class keyword. So the keyword class is what we put before the object name, um, and that's how we give our objects names. That's how we give it a, a reference or something that we can use to actually create objects. Um, we can use define to then create functions inside of the object, okay? These are called object methods. So when you have a function inside of an object, we call them methods, but they're really just functions that are inside of an object. Um, you can add data items or variables, if, if you wanna think of them as variables, to your object. And when they're inside an object, we call these attributes, okay? So they're just like variables, but they're inside of an object. They're encapsulated or surrounded by this object. Um, so, Last week we did the party animal object. So we'll just recreate that quickly. So class party animal. Um, okay, and then we do a colon and then we go inside and we add an attribute. So we'll say the attribute X is equal to zero. Uh, and then we add a method. Uh, so we'll call the method party. And inside that method we pass self to it so it can reference itself. Um, and then we say self.x. So that's my attribute, and we make that equal to self.x plus one, okay? Because I'm gonna increase that by one every time someone calls the method party. And then every time someone calls the method party, we're also gonna print out so far, uh, we'll just say I've partied Let's use double quotes so we can surround that single quote. So far I've partied, uh, and then we'll say self.x. Uh, we should use an f string here though, so we can write some stuff before and after. So let's put an f there, and we won't bother using this comma notation. We'll instead just use our f string notation. And we'll say so far I've partied this many or this number of times. Oh, it's going to be numbers anyway. So far I've partied, we'll just say times. Okay. Um, and then 
that's pretty much it for our object. So that's how we create an object with an attribute and a method. Uh, and then if we want to actually initialize or, or make an object, uh, make one of these objects, we can give it a variable name and we can make it equal to the object, calling it uh, with the round brackets to say that we want to create one. Um, and then we can call the methods on that object as many times as we want. Right, so I could do that. So we call it three times. And then if I say, uh, we can also call it by passing it to the party animal class, right? So we could say party animal uh, dot party, whoops. And we can pass the animal to the class if we want to have a reference to that animal inside of this party animal object. So if we run this, okay. Uh, see so far I party one time, two times, three times, four times. Now what happens if we do another an.party after this? And we run that five times, okay? So this, when we pass in the uh, object here into the class, it actually modifies the object. So if we come down here and use the object again, we'll see that it's actually still increased by uh, that, that one that we did here, All right? So you can call, uh, that method either way if we call the method with passing the object in or if we just call the method on the object this it does the same thing both ways um, but here's an object that we've created based on the party animal class we called it an and we used some methods on it multiple times uh, to see how many times the party animal has partied it's a very basic class a very basic object um, but that's just our little refresher on objects so any questions about that? Anything not clear there? Okay, so if any questions come along, I'll stop and answer them as we go. But uh, basically in Python, every variable has a type, okay? Uh, and we know that we've looked at strings, numbers, Boolean, stuff like that. Um, classes have types as well because they're just another type of variable really. Um, so you can use the dir uh, method or function, I mean, um, to check this as well as the type function. Um, and you can use these two functions on classes to check uh, what the type of the class is uh, as well as the different things that the class um, can have as attributes as well as things that it can do as methods. Um, those are all available if, uh, to you if you use the dir command. It'll show you all those things. Okay, so we can test this out on our party animal class if you want. So we can say print, uh, and then we're going to print out, again, we'll use an f string, um, and we'll say type. And then in here we can say type an. So use that type math, uh, function and pass the an object into it and then print that out. Uh, we can check the dir command. So we'll use dir on the object and then we'll do the same on uh, the attributes and the methods. We'll check the type of them. So we'll say type type of an.x. 
that's the attribute and I need to make this an F string. And then we'll say, I got a quieter keyboard. Hopefully that's uh, a little nicer for you guys, not hearing my typing super loud, but uh, it means that you're gonna watch me make a whole bunch of typos till I get used to the layout of it. <laughs> uh, and then we're gonna look at the type of the method, which uh, will be type of uh, and.party, the method on our object. And if we run this, we're gonna see a couple of things here. We'll see that we get uh, the party animal type. So we can see that this class uh, or this, this party animal object is, the, is of the type class. Um, we can see that the party animal object itself, okay, uh, has all of these different attributes. Okay, so we can check things like whether, like all classes have these attributes. We can check if they're greater than, less than, equal to, stuff like that. Um, but the, this one also has some additional classes uh, and, and methods, which is the party and, and the X, okay? So there's the uh, method and there's the attribute, okay? Um, and then we can see that the type of class int here, okay, is the type for our X attribute. And we see that the type of class method uh, is what this party is. So party is a method x is an int and back to the top uh, party animal or, or sorry party animal is of the type party animal that's because we created a new type right when you're creating classes you're creating types now those types sort of are inherited from the main type in in javascript or not javascript in python um which we'll look at what inheritance is in a minute okay but it comes off of this main object type um from this main object type we get all of these uh methods okay uh, by default. So that's why they come on our class by default. They're inherited from the main uh, object type and uh, our party animal is a, a sub, I guess sub object you could call it of the main object. Um, but we'll look at inheritance in a minute. And then we have this attribute of X that we added to our party animal type. Okay, so that is an explanation of the type of our class as well as you know the attributes and methods that our class has and the ones that it's also inherited from the main uh, type what is the max you can put into the brackets for an.party what do you mean by the max that you can put into the brackets I'm, 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 I need a clarification on that. I don't know what you mean by max put in the brackets And I do want to make a correction from last week's notes. Uh, I made a mistake in last week's lecture, sorry, not in the notes, in the lecture of the demo at the end um, when we were talking about objects. And it had to do with, what did it have to do with? Oh God, I can't even remember now. Okay, it'll come to me by the end of the lecture, but I'm going to remind, remind me if I don't say it by the end, but there's a, there's a correction I want to make on last week's lecture. We might have to go back and watch it so I can remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, but I made a mistake at the end, so I do I do want to address that before this lecture is over. Uh, max amount. Max amount. Like, how many times can we call party? Like, you can call party a, uh, 
as many times as you want until you've hit the max int integer size in Python. Um, and I forget what that is, but there's a max integer size, Python max int. Uh, this number, I don't know, what is that? We'll say that's a, that's a million, that's 10 million, that's a 300 million, a billion, 36 billion, uh, 200 billion, a trillion, whatever's after a trillion, like 900 quadrillion, something like that, is the number of times you could party. <laughs> so if you're still alive after you've partied that many times, that's pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, basically until our integer gets to the max size it can get, that's how many times we could call party. Um, if that answered your question, I'm not sure if that was your question specifically. Okay, so object lifecycle, you can think of uh, defining a class as creating a template uh, and creating an instance of the class as an object, okay? So when you're creating a class, you're, you're making like a template for an object. And whenever you uh, initialize it like this, where you say party animal with the round brackets, you're actually uh, creating an instance of the class uh, as an object, okay? So you're taking a, a copy of that template and, you, and creating an object with it, if you wanna think of it that way. Uh, when your program ends though, all the variables in that class, so all the attributes in that class, so this x attribute here, um, they get destroyed. The, we don't keep them in memory because Python does automatic garbage collection, meaning if there's stuff that's not being used anymore, it gets rid of it because it doesn't want to waste memory. Um, so just keep that in mind that when you stop using a class um, or an object, then, or if you get rid of an object, then all the attributes are gone inside of that object. Okay, so while programs are running, objects can be created and destroyed, and you can manually do that. You can say create an object or destroy an object. Um, but once your program stops running, all those objects get destroyed. Um, and there's special methods that we can use inside of our object. So when the object gets created or when the object gets destroyed, or just before it's about to be destroyed, those uh, methods will be called. So you can do some specific code inside of those methods. Okay, um, and those methods are the init method and the delete method. And you'll notice that all of the built-in methods, so even here you'll see these methods that come on our class by default, they all start with a double underscore and end with a double underscore. That's just Python's way of saying this is a built-in method that we are providing in the Python language. Okay, so the init method and the delete method are two of these built-in methods that we have on classes. Okay, um, and you see we have them right here. So there's init here and delete somewhere here. Uh, da, 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 underscore underscore delete should be this one. I'm not sure why it has the attribute at the end. Um, but these are methods that you have built into uh, your class, so we can just call them in on the class. So we can say def uh, underscore underscore init. Underscore, underscore. And these, since Python knows these are the methods that they're providing us for the uh, creation and destruction of our objects, it'll call them when an object gets created or when an object gets destroyed. I am alive. Okay, so we'll print that out when in this party animal gets created. And then we'll also add another method down here called uh, delete. Yeah, so it's this delete attribute method. Um, you can short form it to delete. Okay, so the delete attribute here on the class can also be short formed as delete. Um, and then 
self. Oh, I put brackets, sorry. <laughs> oh, I've been doing too much JavaScript lately. This is Python, we don't use brackets. Okay, uh, and then in the delete method, we're gonna say print. It was nice knowing you. Bye-bye. All right, and if we run this, I'm alive, so that gets called right away before it parties at all, so it's right here where we create the object, right? Um, and then we're not destroying our object at all, so we're not gonna see uh, the, the delete get called. Now we could uh, delete the object, hold on, uh, if we want to delete an object in Python. I believe we can do that. I don't know the syntax, so let me just look it up here. DEL, so DEL should delete it for us. Could have probably guessed that. Um, so let's say after it's partied a bunch of times, we're gonna say delete AN. And if we run, oh, then it means I can't call this down here because it will be already deleted. So we'll just get rid of that. And if I run this, I'm alive, so far I party one, two, three, four, five times, and then it was nice knowing you, bye-bye. Okay, so when my object gets deleted or removed from memory, uh, this function gets called, or this method gets called right before that happens. Same as this one gets called right when I get created, okay? So that's sort of your object lifecycle. Created, does some stuff, destroyed. multiple instances uh, of the same object uh, or of the same class. And that's why objects are so powerful because you can do the same things over and over and over or store a whole bunch of party animals in an array or something like that um, without having to create new classes for every single one, okay? Um, sometimes you wanna have different instances of objects that all contain different starting data, okay? Um, and we can pass this different starting data to these objects through what we call a constructor. And that'll give each object a different initial value. Okay, right now, all of our party animals start out with zero parties. But if we wanted to actually change that so that our party animals could have um, a different number of parties or let's say a name that they start out with, um, we could do that. And we can do this through a constructor. It uses both the self parameter to access its own uh, properties in the constructor as well as any additional parameters that access the properties that we pass to it when we create it. Excuse me. Always have to sneeze mid-lecture. Okay, um, so if we wanted to uh, add a constructor to our, um, to our party animal, uh, we, we, we do that using the init function. So the init function is our constructor as well. It, it's, it gets called when we create the object, so that's the constructor, okay? Um, so inside of there, we can say uh, self dot name if we give it a name. So let's give it an attribute of a name. And we'll make that name equal to an empty string to start. But with the init method, we can say self dot name is equal to, um, and then the name that we pass in. We'll call it past name. And then in here, past name. 
Okay, so any of the attributes you pass in have to be listed after the self, uh, after comma separated. And then you can use them inside of here to assign it to the name inside of the actual class. Okay, so then whenever we create our party animal, we can pass in Bob, okay? Um, and if we run this, Um, well, I'm not printing out my name, so we're not going to see it here, but, uh, let's actually, yeah. So that's what we do. We add, we'll add the name to, uh, the printout here on the, whenever we party. So we'll say Bob has partied. So self dot name has partied. We run this, Bob has party one times, two times, three times, four times, seven. Okay, so we're getting that name. So this name is not set to anything, but when we create our class, we pass in Bob. That parameter that we pass in gets assigned automatically to this variable here because that's the first variable after self. So the first thing here gets assigned to that. We could also set, let's say, a number of parties. So let's say num parties. Okay, so now we're passing two things. And then we could say self dot x is equal to num parties. So maybe they have a number of parties that they've already been to and they want to add that before we in initialize the object. Uh, so then here we could pass two things. So we pass the number of parties that they start with um, as well as the name. So first the name, because that's the first thing here after self and then second, the number of parties. And if we run that, Bob has partied six times, seven times, eight times, nine times, 10 times. That's because we're starting at five parties. So x is no longer zero. Whenever we initialize the object, x gets set to five. Okay, now we have one party animal. Um, let's just call this party animal Bob. But we don't have to stop at one party animal, right? We can now create as many party animals as we want. So we could say, well, okay, we have Bob. Let's create another par a party animal called Sarah uh, and make Sarah equal to a party animal. And we're going to give Sarah the name Sarah. And we'll say she's partied 10 times to start. And then we're gonna say Sarah.party. And then we'll say, that's probably good enough. Uh, Sarah is an H. We'll just have her party once there. And um, we don't need this delete anymore. Well, we'll delete them both at the end, sure. Delete Bob and delete Sarah. I'm alive, I'm alive. So look, Bob gets created up here. So he says, I'm alive. Bob has partied 10 times. Then Sarah says she's alive because she gets created here. She's partied 11 times because she starts at 10 and parties once here. And then we delete both Bob and Sarah. It was nice knowing you, bye-bye. It was nice knowing you, bye-bye. Okay, so five times is just the initial number of times the party animal has partied. Um, that's its starting record before we uh, before we start partying more. Um, yeah, so that's how we can create multiple instances of the same object, right? I could create more instances. We have Bob, we have Sarah, we could create Tom, we could create Sally, we could create as many people as we wanted uh, all off of this party animal class. Um, and I'm remembering now what it was that I told you guys. It was something about self um, when we initialize the object. And I have to remember what I was talking about there, but I will remember. Okay. Um, 
don't mind me just talking to myself. On to the next slide. So inheritance. Okay, so this is where it might get a little confusing. Um, inheritance basically allows you to extend the parent class to give it more properties. So it, it, we, we can make a more specific class or a more specific object from a more general object. Okay, so for example, here we have an animal in the slides and an animal, you know, covers a lot of different types of animals. It covers dogs, cats, birds, monkeys, whatever, snakes, right? It covers all the different types of animals. Um, so that's a lot of things for one object to hold on to, right? Because maybe um, all animals have, um, I don't know, a name and all animals have a, um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to think of things that all animals have in common. All animals have a name, all animals have an age, right? Stuff like that. Um, but not all animals have feathers and not all animals have scales, you know, not all animals live in a warm climate. Um, so these might be types of animals that we want to have a subclass of. So you could have, uh, or, or we could say four legged animals, right? Uh, or you could even go down to like the species, like a, like a dog, right? So domesticated four legged animals, um, or you could have a cat or you could have a fish, right? But dog, cat, and fish still have their differences, right? So a dog might have a breed. A dog might have a, um, you know, a color, things like that. So we'll do this example really quick and I'll show you how inheritance works, but it basically allows you to have like a general object that all of your other objects can inherit from. So you're not duplicating all of that information. Okay, so if I go here and create um, a class animal, uh, and then we, hold on, let me bring us down here. Okay, so we're gonna have a class animal, and that animal is gonna have a name, because all animals have a name. And it's gonna have an age, because all animals have an age. We'll just set it to zero to start. And then we're gonna have an init function. And in there, we're gonna set the, so we have self, we have name, and we have age. So we can set the initial values of the, um, of the object. Okay, and then we'll have a uh, method called introduce. And that'll take self. And then we'll say print. Hello, I am a, we'll make this an F string. self.name and I been living for 
Okay. So all animals can introduce themselves. They all have a name and an age. Now we're going to create a class of dog. Okay. And dog is going to inherit from animal. And what this means is that everything animal can do, a dog can do, but the things that a dog can do, not all animals can do. Okay. So it's a top down parent child relationship. So animals, the parent class and child is the, uh, or, sorry, dog is the child class. So if we have an animal or a dog that inherits from an animal, um, then we can say a dog has a breed. Okay. And we'll say a dog has a, uh, sorry, has a bark. Okay, and then we'll do an init function for the dog. name breed sorry and a bark okay and a dog can do let's say a dog can do a dog can something different here. We'll give it a size instead of, or a weight. I mean, all animals would have a weight, I guess. Let's give it a personality. Dogs have personalities, right? Um, so let's give it a personality instead of a bark. And then we'll actually do a method called bark because that's an action that the dog can do. Okay, so our dog is gonna bark and we'll say the dog will go, we'll do a little if here. We'll say if self.personality is equal to and here I go writing JavaScript again, sorry. If self.personality is equal to, um, we'll say friendly, print woof woof. And we'll say if self.personality is equal to, I'll do an LF, I guess, because if it's not the first one, then it might be the second one. LF self.personality is equal to vicious. I don't even know how to spell that. We'll say it's like that. Um, print grr, rough. Wolf, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this is how the dog barks. Um, so what we can do now is we can um, create a dog, but we can give a dog everything that an animal would have because it inherits from an animal, right? 
Um, so if I create a dog or let's just, let's first do, uh, let's just print out um, the definition of a dog. Okay, remember we saw this, um, or actually we need to initialize one first. So uh, dog is equal to dog. Print out dog here. And we'll see what a dog has. Uh, what am I doing wrong? Hold on. DIR, not def. What am I talking about? So this should be D. I are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> That's how you spell vicious. Okay. Um, got people correcting my code here. Perfect. So dir dog. Uh, if I run this, uh, breed and personality. Yes. So I need to give my dog a breed and personality. Um, so we'll make it a lab, and we'll say that it is friendly. And if I run this, okay, here is all of the stuff that my dog can do, okay? Um, and if you look, my dog has an age, it has a name, and those are things of an animal, name and age, right? But I never actually, I just created a dog here. Because it's inheriting from animal, it also has a name and an age. Uh, it can also do an introduce, right? Which is only something that an animal can do, but because I'm inheriting from an animal, we can also do an introduce with my dog. Um, and now my dog has a uh, bark as well uh, and a personality. See, if I create an animal, so if I say animal equals new, or sorry, animal, uh, and then inside of animal, we pass a name and an age. Um, call our animal so our animal is a dog we'll say and its age is five and if I do a print dir on animal you'll see that the first one that I print is my animal here my animal has a, an age and introduce and a name but it doesn't have uh, a bark a breed or a personality whereas our dog has the age name and introduced, but it also has a bark breed and personality because the dog is inheriting from the animal. So the animal has this stuff. The dog has all of this stuff. Okay. And that's how inheritance wor works. And you could have multiple levels. You could have another level of inheritance where we could have like class breed. And then the breed class could be uh, inherited from dog. So it'd be animal dog breed, right? So you can, it's really powerful. You can do a lot of stuff there. Now, let me just catch up on questions here. No questions. It was just Isaac correcting my spelling. Thank you. Okay. Um, I apologize for keeping on going over there. My 
laptop's like in a weird orientation today so to reach around i gotta get off camera for a second but it'll all be fixed i have a new computer coming in today and my setup should be finally finished okay so that's the dog so now look we can say dog dot um dot bark and if we run that it says woof woof because it's a friendly dog okay um let's get rid of this dir i think i got the point across there um and let's say uh, we'll just call this dog molly and we'll make a new dog here called uh, i don't know max i don't know max is a built-in keyword uh, we'll call this dog buddy and the dog is a poodle and it's vicious and if we make this molly dot bark then we make this one buddy dot bark and we run both woof woof or grr rough woof okay so there's the there's the two different uh, objects. Same object, but they have different properties. One's got a personality of friendly, one's got a personality of vicious, one's got a one's a lab, one's a poodle. Okay. Sorry for any poodle fans out there. I'm not saying anything about poodles nor labs. I'm just a lab guy, so <laughs> my lab's gonna be friendly. Um, that's inheritance, okay, and that's how it works with objects. Uh, we can try some other stuff here. Let's just do some exploring. What happens if we pass uh what if we create an animal called or a dog called i don't know uh molson is equal to a dog and we give it the breed of um what do we want to give this one the breed of how about pitbull okay um and then we say that it's a friendly pit bull. What if we tried to pass uh, animal to it first? So what if we said animal pit bull friendly? Hmm. Well, we're gonna get an air because we're not supposed to take animal first. But what if we came over here and inside of dog, we said super hold on i'm just making things up now um what i'm trying to show you is that you can take so you can pass in uh, a parent and use that as the starting uh info for the for the child okay so if we already have an animal with a name and an age we can start off our child with that name and age and then add on to it um, let me remember the syntax in Python. Python inheritance uh, constructor. Uh, Trout takes a fish. Yeah, we have that. Uh, clownfish overriding parent methods here's what we want so okay yeah so we just have to override them 
So we get the methods from the parent and we just override them. There's also the super function though. So this is what I was looking at. Um, so the super function, you gain access to the inherited methods that have been overwritten in the class object. Okay, so when we have when we use a super function, we're calling the parent method into the child method to make use of it. Okay, so if we look here, we can say super dot init uh, with self. So we've overridden the init method in the trout class, uh, child class, providing a different implementation of the init method that's already defined by its parent class. Okay. Um, so you can do that if you want to call the init method from the parent class. Um, in, I don't want to make this too confusing. So for this example, let's just go here and say that we are going to set the uh, self. Well, actually, let's just say that we can pass in. First, we'll pass in an animal. Okay. Uh, then we'll pass in the breed and personality. So we could say self.name is equal to um, animal.name and self.age is equal to animal.age. Okay, so I'm passing in an animal object here and I'm using that and getting the name and getting the age off of it to set the name and the age on my child class. So if I go down here, then I can do what I wanted to do here where I pass in the object or the existing object. So sorry, lowercase a. Um, and then I pass in the other two attributes after, just like this. And if I run this, uh, missing personality. Oh, this here. So let me just take these out of here now because I don't have, I'm not passing in all three. Okay, and then I could say Molson dot introduce and I could also say Molson dot bark and if I run this hello I'm a dog and I have been living for five years woof woof okay so there's the Molson introduce there's the Molson bark so I'm setting the name and age even though we don't have a name and age here because I can access those because they're part of this class from the parent okay and I'm passing in an animal object to kick off my child object that's like a basic example. You can do some crazy stuff with the super method. I don't want to get into that for this class because it's a little complicated, as you can see. Um, but if you guys want to read up on that, you can definitely read up on that. And there's also more information in the textbook. Um, OK, so that is basically all I had for objects and inheritance. Does anybody have any questions about inheritance uh, or, or objects or how that works?